Hello again, and welcome to episode 161 of SDGC for Thursday, September 12th. If you're not aware, Super Deformed Gamescast meets right here each and every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines with a wide variety of panel members and guests. We also do a whole bunch of other stuff as time allows, like a separate show about movies and television, community game streaming, a mental health support show, which we will be relaunching soon, and a bi-weekly morning show every other Friday. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, hey, feel free to stick around and maybe throw us a, subscri- a subscription. Subscription? A subscrib. Every single podcast is archived the next day on our YouTube channel for those who like to watch. And you can find us on all major podcast services for those who like to listen. And I got to say, I didn't notice that Derek was clean shaven until just this moment. We and it's talked about really, it before. Yeah, we talked about yeah. it before you came on. It's I'm, really um, fun. So Derek, Derek, what what prompted this? The people need to know. You got to do it every so often. It's 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 good for the beard. Every oh, so shit, often. The chat, the chat's already going. By chat's the way, this is, this, is, uh, this is episode, so I said episode 161. According to Derek, according to our Twitch stream, it's episode 160. It should be 161. I thought, I thought I updated it, but it should be no, 161. It, it, no, I'll it fix says it later. Extravaganza. It still says Pax. Huh. <laughs> well, I you know what? It's 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 Damn Twitch. It, Derek. Twitch is sometimes weird about me as a ma- as an editor managing it from my dashboard. I probably need to just start logging into the SDGC account to change it, but that's a separate thing. Son of a bitch. Worst anyway, fucking producer. I, I'm just kidding. I the best producer. am clean shaven just because you. it's important every so often to Instead of just keeping it at that right length to to kill it and let it, so I'm baby faced for the first time in months. You're and, already uh, one of the younger members of this podcast, but now you look like you're in your fucking teens. Yeah, I look like I shouldn't be allowed to drink. So. I, I I wish <laughs> shout out to Reb. I wish Reb was here to see this. She'll see it. She'll see it, and and I'll hear the comments. I'm sure we'll all hear the comments. So. Oh wait a minute. So <laughs> hey, my, my so like now on Twitch for me it says uh, episode 161. So who fucking knows what happened? Hmm. I don't fucking know, dude. It's another episode of SDGC. Who gives a shit? How is everybody tonight? I'm pretty good, man. I'm good. I'm pretty good. I got, I got pudding. You got ooh? Is that chocolate? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it? Is no, it one of those things vanilla. where it's got like? Is it, does, does it have the vanilla? What's that? <laughs> he said it's brown vanilla. Brown vanilla. You know, dude, fuck you. I'm tired, man, okay? I've had a long fucking day. I worked 12 hours a day. Lick my dude, butt. You can lick my res- butt, dude. I would prefer not to, but I respect the hustle. <laughs> Trevor Starkey, our friend uh, in chat, says, my coworkers definitely think I'm interviewing for other jobs because I shaved before pack. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm going to get yeah. those comments tomorrow at work. Yeah, no, you absolutely will. <laughs> and, and when Trevor, sh- well, like, like, like when Trevor shaved and cut his hair, it was really weird because I've always known him as like, hey, you're the, you know, Trevor's my friend and he looks like the big Lebowski. Um, but, but now he's all clean cut and professional looking and I don't really know how to handle it. Um, one thing I want to try to do tonight is engage with the chat more. So everybody in chat, if you want to, if you want to comment, ask some questions, go ahead. I want to talk with you guys more, uh, and, and kind of get more involved with you. Uh, I like seeing the chat so full this early though. This is good. Everybody go to Twitter, tweet this episode out. We're trying to build our audience. We're trying to, why are you pointing Derek? I'm pointing at the chat. Oh, he's pointing at the chat. Okay. Get on Twitter. Get your asses on Twitter. Tweet this shit out. Tell people to come here. 
Talk about how fucking awesome we are. Talk about how fucking clean shaven and pure Derek is. Do what you got to do to get people in here to yeah, join us tonight. That'll get people to listen to our show. Just tell, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just be like, hey, one of them shaved. <laughs> now go listen. He's shaved to and then he's eating brown <laughs> vanilla pudding. Absolutely, give absolutely no context for that. Just say he's he's totally shaven and then he's totally and then shaven, I- and you can hear it. It, you, can, you can actually feel the power of his smooth skin. You can see how ruby red his lips are compared to how pasty his skin is. <laughs> Derek, I, Derek, I will say you are looking well moisturized and scrubbed though, sir. So well done. I'm feeling very fresh today. Well done. Derek gave me some excellent moisturizing tips at PAX. And I have continued to... I, like Derek, I know. I took your advice. And I feel like a much fresher, uh, yeah. smoother individual now. It's actually... It's oddly important when you're bald and people don't realize that. Um, but like... This oh no, dude! Head. My head would get all fucking dry and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because it doesn't have the hair to protect it anymore. So, but but so yeah, anyway, anyway, guys, <laughs> video games. Yeah, how about those fucking video games, huh? They're video fucking good. And uh, are they as good as that? As, are they as good as that pudding though, Derek? Be Sometimes honest, better. Sometimes, Sometimes better. better. Listen, listen, <laughs> mo- mommy's pudding right before bed is solid. don't ever say that again don't ever <laughs> say that again this is the quiet, this isn't the quiet mother, man my please give me some pudding mother this this is not this is not the quiet man okay Mom, mommy i want pudding but, don't ever say that again <laughs> <laughs> and especially please, not that voice may i have some, right. more? I have some pudding may i have some more pudding mother i need some video right. games right. and oh, some god pudding. damn it fucking enough now you got me doing it oh boy please let me have stop some it pudding. jesus christ you creepy fucks okay this is what happens when this is what happens when when Reb or Zach aren't here to fucking keep us keep us under control. Uh, all right, uh, we're gonna start off with the NPDs, and of course, uh, thank you to our good friend Matt Piscatello for always uh, always doing such a good job of letting us know how the industry is doing. <clears throat> I know some people may be wondering where Matt has been. He's been super busy recently, but he will be back uh, to talk the NPD with us very soon. Uh, but we'll go ahead and kick it off. So the top selling games for August, uh, and this is according to Matt himself uh, in the press release from the NPD group. Uh, number one, Madden NFL 20. Um, Shocking. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? The August, August bestseller in the United States is Madden. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> Minecraft at number two. Grand Theft Auto 5 at number three. Hell the yeah, fucking dude. game that wouldn't die. Uh, it's bothersome to me that's at number three though that means that everything else did really bad it's just the way life is these days you just have to accept that gta 5 has has transcended generations i'm curious as if gta 5 has sold more copies than red dead redemption 2 has since red dead redemption 2 released i Um, I honestly think it's it's probably close probably yeah i would yeah i would imagine that um, and by the way, I, I will be gifting somebody, one lucky individual in chat, uh, a sub today. So who's it going to be? I don't fucking know, but you'll have to stick around and find out to see if it's you. Uh, next at number four is Fire Emblem Three Houses, which warms my dark shadow felt heart because that's a fucking great game. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, uh, Super Mario Maker 2, which has uh, some decent legs. Mario Kart 8, which is like, again, like kind of just one of those games that will never stop fucking selling until Mario Kart 9 comes out. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, which has been doing like Mortal Kombat this year is just top selling game of the year of the whole year. Unbelievable, dude. Like I, I, I know Mortal Kombat is popular, but I could not have seen people were writing that off. I remember quite a few times where I was getting kind of cackled at a little bit, um, including in the DMs that Mortal Kombat was going to be as big a deal as it was. And, uh, you know, no, we all yeah. kind of laughed at you. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I I, I was one of those. I'm calling Zach out because Zach was like, "There's no, this is no world for Mortal Kombat anymore." And I was like, "Zach was so sure." Yeah, uh, too. Like, I, I I knew it was gonna be big. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I knew it was gonna be big. Okay, it's, the past couple have done really big, yeah. really big numbers, haven't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, not like on the level of being the top selling game of the year, though. Like obviously, like with shit like Call of Duty coming out, that's not gonna last. But still, the fact that it's still at the top, like in a year where we've got like you know the Division Two and shit, is really impressive. Yeah. Um. Uh. And rounding out the top ten, we have uh, Rainbow Six Siege, which kind of surprised me. Um. And uh, the real surprise Siege also just passed fifty million players. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, dude. Like, which, when like you... that game had such a rocky launch. Like, I played it a few months after launch. Um. After there was some patches, like it was like right when it was starting the upswing when I played it. Um. And I'm like, oh, this is good, but I never thought it would have this huge audience. And then a couple years later, it's it's just exploded. Like the support for that game, and like the real community that has grown around it is re is really cool to see. Well, and what's um, it's really well, and impressive. Of course, like when you look at games like Rainbow Six Siege, and also like you know uh, For Honor, um, like like they are just like Ubisoft is becoming really skilled at turning their their online games around. Um, and and sometimes just... and kind of quietly too, like yeah, yeah. There's they, no fanfare behind it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like they're like, hey, here's the big update that'll fix everything. It's just they slowly continue at it. Um, they just keep working at it till really... it's good again, and yeah. then they go further. I mean, Brandon, 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 you sounded like you wanted to cut in there for a minute. No, no I just agree. Okay, cool. Um, and then rounding out the top ten, Astral Chain. Uh, which uh, is fucking great. So like, like this is not something you generally see from platinum games. Um, they generally like they sell fine, but not enough to usually make it into the, like you know the top ten seller but for the month. And granted, Switch, yeah, Switch boost. But this one is on the Switch. Yeah, right. So it's that Switch boost, and also, dude, Astral Chain is just a fucking good video game. Like it's, it is. So you was know, that too, and that didn't sell shit. <laughs> It didn't, but again, like the dude, like like you said, the fucking switch boost. I mean, yeah, shit just shit real. just sells on the switch, man. Uh, it's wild, dude. Uh, and uh, hey, glorious war in chat. What's up, man? Um, we have not. I like. I haven't seen. There has not been a a platinum game that I have enjoyed as much as Astral Chain in a very long time. Like I like it better than than Bayonetta two, and I really enjoy Bayonetta two. I think it's worth um, mentioning that Astral Chain charted despite being a. Um, no digital copies because Nintendo yep. does not report digital sales um, and B massive stock constraints. Well, it was also um, only, it only charted like it was only counted for two days. Yeah. So two days, massive stock restraints, no digital counted. I mean, it, it for for it to be at number 10 is really impressive um, because you have to under, you have to figure that. Platinum Games is used to not exactly blowing out AAA budgets on these games. Right. They're they're really masters of making do with relatively little. Um, so I'm I'm sure they're very pleased with its performance, and it's only going to keep going. So, so there is one game that is missing from here, uh, much to Justin's chagrin, I know, and that is Control. Um, if you round out the and hold on, I'm going to pull the list back up here. If you round out the top twenty, Control is not there at all. Yeah, that doesn't um, seem like a game that would sell. And whoa. Sorry, that was my cat. That was whoa. my cat. Don't worry about it. That startled the fucking shit out of me. He like, launched himself out into a bowl. Like, um, so, like, I'm looking at this, like, sorry. Super Mario Party's on there. 
New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe is on there. Man of Medan made. Is it Medan or Medan? What the fuck is that? How do you pronounce that? Medan. Is it Medan? Man of Medan? Man of Medan. Man of Medan. Man of Medan. Man of Medan is number. <laughs> That's the only way I'm going to be able to hear that now. That's number 19, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey is number 20, but no control. Um, and it was mentioned in like I think it was it was I can't remember who said it in the official SDGC DM, but somebody said, well, you know. It sounds like based on on Remedy's internal projections, they're happy with it. And I'm like, you know, my counterpoint is, yeah, but I mean, their games traditionally don't sell great. So, so, that- so Control is kind of a an interesting thing because Remedy has talked um, a few times about how it's one of their lowest budget projects that they have done. Um, it had they they're kind of divided up into three teams right now, which they haven't done before. Usually, it's been the whole studio working on one thing. Um, and the turnaround on control was three years, where traditionally they've been four to five years. Um, so smaller team, um, smaller budget. So that may that may have helped it um, a so, little bit. And also, there are reports that second week um, was stronger for control than first week, which doesn't happen very often. Which shows, you know, uh, word of mouth probably helped it. And digital is not counted for. NPD for control. So that's true, but I will say this. Like, I want to point out what our friend Sam Tolbert in chat said. Sam, who's killing, by the way, over at Windows Central. Um, he says, for context, Quantum Break charted at number seven in April 2016 without digital and will probably have better lifetime sales. I don't think so. I think I think controls like the type of game that'll sell well in the long term. Like Quantum Break is one of those games that, you know, there had been like a pretty big drought of Xbox One software at that point. Um, a lot of people probably jumped on it and then, um, but I think especially with some of the expansions, um, and some of the talk around them, you know, coming out in the next year, uh, good word of mouth, possibly, uh, you know, some game of the year talk and, um, and stuff. I think control will probably do well in the long term. Um, I could talk about this game forever. Um, I think Maddie and I are going to try to get a review um, recorded and out um, sometime early next week. I'd love to. I, I would um, love. To, I would love for you guys to do that. So uh, we're, we're going to talk more in depth about Control because personally, it's one of my favorite <laughs> games of this generation, and it is currently far and away my game of the year. Can like, I think in the well, lead for game of the year for me? I, I you know I, I think the other thing about Control is you know and again like this is a conversation. I want to see what Derek and Brandon have to say about this. Like. The game just, in my opinion, wasn't marketed very well. I saw next to no marketing for it, um, which double-edged sword, right? Um, A lot of the biggest marketing. I don't know the main character's name. I don't. Yeah, me neither. There was a lot of PlayStation blog stuff. Yeah, but like, you know, I didn't see that. I'm not not saying that means good marketing, but like, that's like the only place that I really saw pushing it. Like, I swear, like the PlayStation account with their marketing deal did more than like 505 yeah probably did it, no, absolutely. it was out before i realized it was out you know i didn't like yeah i didn't right. realize it was out until people were talking about playing it and i was like holy shit that's i can just you know i don't know dude um, well, well like i was at pax like dude we were at pax together and i was all do you remember i was all excited about astral chain coming out on friday i was like fuck yeah astral chain and then somebody says don't forget controls coming out next tuesday and i was like no shit are you fucking kidding me yeah i had control was out when you guys were at pax it was was playing it i was playing it while you guys were at pax yeah maybe it was the weekend before but dude like 
I'd it was that's the Tuesday the before you guys went to pack. That's the thing. That I don't out. like. I had no fucking idea. I had no idea. It was so, it was wild, but I mean, everyone who's played it seems to have loved it. I mean, performance issues aside, so I, I do wonder if it will over the long term maybe pick. It, it'll be maybe like an Evil Within kind of situation where the initial sales are like really disheartening, but over time it it builds up enough that it's it's pretty appreciable. I, I I'm hoping that too, and I also think with the roadmap they just uh, put out. Um, they also have already released the first of their performance patches, and they've said that um, more are coming. Uh, that should help even more, which is good, because I know a lot of people are probably waiting for some of those. And then um, I think also, I think a very large percentage of people that played and finished that game <laughs> are going to buy the expansions. Yeah. Quick, uh, quick congratulations to Blair Anderson and Chad, who has... Blaine. What's that? Blair? Oh, Blaine. What did I say? Blair? Did I say Blair? Yeah. Did I say Blair? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I know it's Blaine. And I said Blair. That's fucking weird. Blaine Anderson in chat, who has been watching us for a very long time, is the recipient of a tier one sub. So enjoy it. Spam hey. that fucking Saki emoji. Let us know that uh let us know that you got it. And uh so anyway, there's a few more NPD notes that I think we need to cover. Um one, the fact that uh August of 2019, uh, just last month, was one of the slowest months for software sales in the industry since 1998. Um, software sales were 257 million, which is a huge drop compared to last year, which was 341 million. Um, the best part is that sales for the month overall were 666 million. <laughs> With hardware. That Doom Eternal should have launched that. Month. I really should have. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fucking. That would have been fucking perfect. Um, Looking at overall sales compared to last year, uh, software sales are actually about the same as they were in 2018. Uh, and Matt says that this is due to the Nintendo Switch, which is also carrying uh, carrying water on the hardware side as well. Um, and uh, so, like, and, and uh, I took a look at uh, I was looking through Twitter, and a lot of people were look were saying, "Oh, you know, well, it, it's doom and gloom for the industry." You know, like every time this happens. You guys know the cycle. You know, the video games are dying. You know, it's everything. But it's, it's you know, we're nearing the end of a console generation. It was a super slow month, except for the Switch. Um, Sandwiched between huge months. I mean, July had some big games. Yeah. Like well, Fire Emblem like, destroyed in July. And well, then there's a fucking coming up, of games coming this fall. Yeah, so. yeah. The next two months are brutal. So Matt, I mean, there's Matt, even there's already been a ton of releases in just the first two weeks of September. So like a lot and a lot of the big games for August came out that last week. So it might have just been the point where people are just deciding what they can spend money on. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, like, you know, Matt was saying on Twitter that he fully expects this fall to be huge, especially September, October, November, um, because there's just a fucking shit like like as much as I I'm shitting on Borderlands three for various reasons right now, like it's going to sell. It's going to fucking sell yeah. millions and millions of copies. Oh, it's it's um, going to it's going to be huge. It's going to be fucking ridiculous. The uh, uh, Shadowkeep, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep is going to be huge. You know, Pokemon Sword and Shield is going to be huge. Uh, Link's Awakening is going to be huge. Like, it's going to be a very profitable... Um, the Switch Lite, I guarantee you, is going to fly off fucking shelves. It's going to be a very profitable uh, fall and holiday season for the games industry. Switch um, Lite and Pokemon are going to be an insane combination. You know, for all of the goofy online, like kerfuffle over the the pokedex it's and not gonna stuff like matter, that no, no, no i am standing yeah. by what i said 
this time last year, which is nobody is prepared for the smoking crater Pokemon is going to leave in the ground when it's done. Yeah. Like it's going to be insane. Well, and that's my thing is like when everybody was was uh, all up, all up in arms about the national decks, I, you know, I was like, OK, like I sort of understand it. But at the same time, when people say, oh, I'm boycotting it. No, you're not. Come on. Like, no. don't, don't, you don't have to fucking try that hard to bullshit me. Like, like you're going to go buy it. And uh, I wasn't thrilled about it. And I'm I'm fucking day one. So it's it, it's good. And, and Justin is 100 percent right with the the combination of the switch light in and pokemon it, i mean it's i switch is gonna i i like, which is gonna take every single month the rest of the year oh i i unless there's like a crazy crazy like low like price shortage PS4. or yeah like, um which is possible i mean we're at the end of a generation man I which mean, is gonna yeah like it could be like sony, off the shelves yeah it could be sony decides like to go wild black friday or something but um <laughs> We'll pay a hundred dollars uh, to take a PS4, please. We don't want to sit on any of these when the five hits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, un unless because there's both the pro and the base. Yeah. yeah. Like, unless something like that happens, yeah, I think Switch will easily take the rest of the year. Like, I'm pretty sure the Switch Lite and Pokemon is going to be one of the biggest gifts for like younger um players this year. And uh, as far as, and I do want to mention uh, top selling games for the year. Uh, I just, I just had it up on Matt's uh, Twitter page. Um, he's got, see the, the problem with Matt being so thorough is he breaks everything down. Yeah. And it's, it's so, okay, here it is. Top sell. So the top 10 best selling games uh, year to date uh, right now, uh, we'll, we'll just quickly go through one to 10. Uh, starting at number, we'll start at number ten. Uh, so you got Days Gone, uh, which is kind of surprising to me. Um, it, it, it you like Justin? I know you like it, but it was kind of received lukewarmly. Uh, I guess. I, yeah, um, I mean, it it was a game that I enjoyed a lot more than I thought I was going to. It definitely has some noticeable flaws, but it it's feel it feels like a really good base for building on with a sequel. Um, oh, we'll get a sequel, absolutely. I and I think. Um, and I was also kind of rooting for Sony Bend because they just got expanded recently. Yeah. But they said they were in line for another expansion, um, including a mocap studio and stuff, um, if Days Gone did well. So a full sequel for Days Gone on PS5 with a bigger studio, because like I think they said most of this development was done when they were like 80 people or something. Yeah. Um, I think that bodes well for the future of that as a series. I think it'll be... Something that'll do well in the future, but it's um it's a solid game. But I mean, it had Sony marketing behind it, open world zombie game, um, and I think that was always going to be kind of a safe market thing. Um, so yeah, I'm not too surprised that it did well. And also, the support has been pretty good. They've added a ton of challenge mode things. I think they're adding new game plus tomorrow. Uh, it, like Bend has been really committed to adding stuff to that game for free which is cool. That's and cool. Uh, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. Um, number nine, uh, I want to move up the list real quick. Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, eight, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number seven, Resident Evil 2, which makes me really happy because that is a front runner for game of the year for me. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, at number five, uh, Anthem, which is just oh. a whole other story in and of itself. I mean, uh, all those Anthem sales were probably launch month. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um yeah which is which honestly like says a lot for launch month if nothing else uh the division two at number four madden nfl 20 at number three 
Kingdom Hearts 3 at number two, which is really fucking impressive. And Mortal Kombat 11 at number one. It won't stay that way, but, you know, it, the game came out, what, in April? Um, April, May. So holding on, it's it, that's pretty impressive. Um, so yeah, that's the NPD roundup for this, uh, for this month. Um, sorry, we, I, uh, probably didn't do it as good as, as Matt Pescatella does it, but we are hoping he to have probably didn't on. do it as good as a guy whose profession is to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I didn't do it as good as I'm trying to, I'm trying to boost my ego a little bit. I'm trying to give myself a little boost. Um, but, uh, so we have other things to talk about tonight other than the NPD and we will move right along. And I think next we should tackle Death Stranding. Um, because we finally know a little bit more about what this game actually entails. And I'm talking gameplay. Um, I still couldn't tell you what the fuck the game is actually about. Uh, but, uh, who here has watched, and this goes, this goes for everybody in chat as, as well. Who here has watched the 49 minute video, uh, chronicling all of the characters in, in Death Stranding? Uh, nope. I trust <laughs> Kojima, John. I actually, oh, <laughs> I actually watched it. Um, I and, I just watched. I just I read like a summary because I kind of want to go. I want to go in fresh to actually seeing stuff in action gameplay wise. I just re- somebody did like a really nice like text summary of it, so I read that. Uh, Derek, what about you? No, I no. don't. It's it's almost an inverse Brandon in this case. Like yeah. I. I, I know Kojima's tricks so well that I believe even a 50-minute video would would potentially lie to me. So. <laughs> so so as far as I can tell, so and I've got like a breakdown of the gameplay. And like there was there was gameplay. We've seen actual like shooty shooty bang stuff now. Um so there's also this- another 30 minutes of gameplay coming this weekend. Um that is focusing on the death mechanics. Um, yeah, which, which are I'm apparently very supposed interested- to be I'm very, uh, very unique, that. which if there's uh, a 30 minute video dedicated to what happens to when you die, yeah. um, I imagine it's going to be <laughs> pretty different from what we're used to. Cool. So uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I've got a timeline here uh, from IGN, and I am going to go ahead and, and follow that as a guide because there's a lot to kind of break down. Oh, and, you know, I might as well say that as long as I'm on IGN, pretty soon you'll be able to read my first article for IGN. Uh, about Call of Duty. So that will be my first article for IGN will be publishing very, very soon. So please, uh, as Square Enix would say, look forward to more on that in the future. Um, so let me pull up the old... You mean please be excited? Please, please, please be excited. Please, please, please be excited for more information to come. Please clap. Um, so, so, so his, uh, so Sam, Norman Reedus' character's name is Sam, and he's a delivery man. Sam Porter Bridges, the Sam, delivery man. He also Sam, works for a company named Bridges. Sam Sam Porter deli- Porter Bridges is that Porter Bridges? Is that what you said? His name is Porter Bridges. His his middle name is Porter. Oh, the middle name is Porter. It's not like Porter man. and then Dash and then Bridges. No. Okay, that would be better. Sam Porter Bridges. I don't like that name. <laughs> um, I'm I mean, not a fan. it's the closest thing to a real name anybody has in the game. <laughs> Yeah, well, so he, yeah. so so he is trying to help uh, the United States, which I guess is like really fractured and broken up, by convincing all these independent cities to join the chiral network, uh, which is going to be used to tie the country back together. And it's going to like, it's going to be done by helping people out with like Facebook style thumbs up likes for actions. Um, and uh, and so like, so I actually watched the gameplay stuff, and. 
I still like so apparently there is a mechanic for uh choosing whether or not you want to use the bathroom standing up or sitting down. Did you guys see this? Yeah. So I don't know what's meaningful so like, do but I, sure. So do I have the option to like take a piss or take a shit? Like like can I choose? Like like I'd rather take a dump right now. Like so I'm gonna hit B. Like, is that how this works? I don't feel like they really explain that. Why do you need to pee and make mushrooms grow? Like I mean look- if I'm really, if you think about it, Derek, like taking a dump would be more effective for making a mushroom. Don't grow. ask questions of Kojima. You're not going to get good answers. You just accept what you're given at I'm face value. Logic. It, it yeah, makes well, more there's, sense. There is none. You're in the no, wrong place. No, you have to look at this from a biological standpoint. It makes more sense for manure to fertilize a mushroom. Than- We're not doing this right now. <laughs> this is a conversation let's, let's go let's had. go on to the actual other stuff man like... whatever i'm trying to talk about the important issues man you fuckers so um so sam has a loadout uh consisting of boots cargo harness and a bungee like cord weapon called a strand which is death stranding i guess um yeah. then you have to then you start the demo in capital not capital not city distribution center and uh, the delivery terminal menu UI includes uh, weight management, stamina, boot sturdiness, a measurement of Sam's blood, BB's happiness, and a count of Facebook-style likes. BB is the baby, right? Yes. So you have to keep the baby happy. That's what you're telling. Like, you, you have to look after the happiness of the, of the baby in a jar. Yes. H- how, do you, how do you do that? I believe um, you can sing to it. You can, oh. You can sing, you can sing. I, they showed footage of it, yeah. He can sing to it and he can hold it and like kind of play like play with it and it'll go oh, after your what? hands and stuff. I don't can know, it's you, cute. Can you can you imagine playing this and like your wife or your girlfriend or your significant other walks in and they're like, what? I've played way more embarrassing shit than that, so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> see, see, hey. <laughs> I think there's probably worse things than seeing a gruff man playing with a happy baby with, with a baby to make it happier. Like that's the baby in a tube. That baby is in a portable incubator unit that looks like something out of the Matrix. I'm just throwing it out. True. There. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, you can 3D print new items in uh, four different categories: equipment, uh, clothing, weapons, and vehicles, which is pretty cool. You can make grenades, which apparently you can use. Or you can like fill the grenades with your body fluid and throw them. I don't like this. No. So, uh, oh, Derek, you haven't heard about the body fluid grenades? No. No, no Derek, so- Derek, Derek. It's 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 not what you're thinking. It's like basically. I don't even know what I'm thinking. There's too many fluid. options, and all of them are it's, bad. It's it's his shower water. Yeah, it's gamer bath water. I wonder if you can actually take it to a shop and sell it for currency. Kojima, please let us do that. That's a that's a reason to buy this game right there. I love I I, I love just like the like talking about Death Stranding and explaining this shit is so like awkward and weird. Like I still feel strange talking about all the crazy gameplay mechanics and fucking uh oh god. So uh so the game is apparently broken up into episodes. Is um I don't think they answered whether or not this is actually an open is this an open world game? Yes. What it does is. open it world is. mean? He's invented a whole new way. To yeah, traverse. that's my thing, right? Like, he said, it, like, sound, this- it sounds like it's an actual like scaled down United States. You're moving from the the East Coast to the West Coast. 
So, like, I think it's an open world in the sense that it is one large continuous space, but I think you are constantly moving westward. John, you know MapQuest? MapQuest ain't shit. (laughs) Death Stranding. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) I'm going to be thinking about that tomorrow on my, on my commute. Um, so we also need to point out... Oh, I almost forgot. So Monster Energy is in the game. You can uh, A level one uh, canteen can hold 1,000 milliliters of Monster Energy. How and, are you going to piss all the time if you're not drinking all that caffeine? I, yeah. Well, like, and plus, like, I get the sense that Sam's bladder is like the size of a pea. So like, you're, you're, there's going to be a lot of urinating on things in this game. All water. All, and this is fucking wild. All water that comes into contact with the canteen is transformed into monster. What? Yes. Monster? Oh. Mo- like monster like energy monster drink. E- like the like actual the energy, energy drink. drink. I yeah, you put, I so you know, like this is funny because my plan for the weekend that this game released was to just cut myself off with, a, with an actual case of monster and then just plow through it. That would be and so fucking meta. And the fact that Monster is actually in the game is so goddamn funny. <laughs> so oh, oh, apparently we have friends in chat who were not aware of this. No, guys, guys, listen up. Not only is Monster Energy in the game, like I'm talking like the most blatant advertising, like product placement shit you've ever seen. Cup noodle ass shit. When your water, I mean, when you put water into the canteen, it is automatically convert, converted into Monster Energy drink. Nobody fucking hydrates in the world of Death Stranding. There is no hydration. There is only caffeine. There's, There's no water. Energy. There's only Brondo. There's only- <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know I mean, this is similar crave. to what this is similar to what he did with Metal Gear Solid 3, like as well. There was a lot of product placement in Metal Gear Solid 3. There was like five hour energies. There were like a bunch of um like real let's, let's like, not forget the calorie mates in Metal Gear Solid yeah. like oh, calorie yeah. mates. yes no product placement in Kojima games is not a new thing but but like this is a whole other level like this is literally making it part of the gameplay I mean and I'm guessing I'm guessing the all the merchandising and sponsorships and stuff was how part of how they funded this game I mean I'm, I'm sure but I mean this is this is like this is all I've never seen anything like this in a game before and my question is, is what is BB floating in, in that container? Is, is that like, Oh, absolutely. Monster? Monster. Is, that, is that monster energy that, that BB is floating <laughs> it's, in? It's is a that... very signature yellowy green, sickly colored fluid. That's very bubbly. It must be, that baby is floating in monster. That's the only way it'll have the energy it needs to grow in that desolate it's landscape. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it I has what babies crave. Right. You know, that fucking baby's floating around in, a, in an energy drink. In- you fucking know it, dude. Yeah. God, this fucking game. Uh, this fucking game, dude. Oh. This, I like. I, well, I'm like. I'm actually looking at a video of the gameplay right now, and uh, so it, this is so fucking strange. Like you okay. can find cargo, like... and there's a line in the there's so there's a line in the world that shows the edges of the chiral network's current coverage. So your job by getting these likes, I guess, like these Facebook likes, for lack of a better term, is to expand influence. Yeah, you have to like expand your sphere of influence and and uh you know all that all that shit um and so stepping outside like you can walk outside of the network but it removes i guess uh all your map help for the nearby terrain so once you walk walk out of the network you're kind of like flying blind and it sounds like your your weapons might not work and stuff outside the network 
uh, you can ruin your footwear, like your boots can actually wear out, affecting balance and stamina, but can also be ruined beyond repair. And there's actually a fucking shoe meter to track the the, the wear and tear on your like the thing that's the thing that's kind of interesting is like people have kind of used the like turn walking simulator derisively. Like this actually seems like a walking simulator. Like an like, 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 like when you well, no, it gets like better. you're actually no, no, no. simulating hiking. Like no no no. So so like so it gets better, right? So when you rest, it saves the game. Yeah, it lets you soothe BB, sleep. You can put on new boots, or you can massage yourself. And uh-huh. literally massage, like I can see Derek's just rubbing his head. He's like, okay. No, no, we got me at the last part. Continue. No, 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 no but here's the thing. Massaging ourselves. yourself doesn't visibly, doesn't do anything to your actual status. Right, because most you people are shitty yourself, at the like, concept of massages. So. Yeah, and uh, you can also equip a harmonica. Uh, and if you, if you equip your harmonica and you use the touchpad, like that's how you play the harmonica is the touchpad on the PS4 controller. That's the music awesome. will soothe BB and he'll dance. And and he'll and, and you'll get likes. I love it. Huh. This sounds great. He'll he'll fucking dance around in his little in his little monster energy drink can. Did Kojima just discover the uh, the dancing baby gift from like yeah. what was it? Yes. Ali McBeal or yeah. whatever. Yes, it was? That's exactly what's gonna happen. That's exactly what's gonna happen. There's also he a got, blood. he got let out of the Konami dungeon for a few minutes. That was the first thing he saw, and then he wrote this game. He's been yeah. he's been forcibly self enforced oh, off the oh, internet. God. Since Metal Gear Solid 2, like, he won't allow himself. So oh, wow. there's, so there's like, cargo you can pick up, right? Uh, it, like, it, like, entrust cargo for delivery. There's other players' cargo that you can pick up. There's a cargo called Sperm and Eggs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Kojima! Well, I mean, I th- isn't that Kojima probably... gonna Kojima! I mean, that that's, like, kind of a typical apocalyptic sci-fi thing, right? To have, like stored genetic material to be able to like i don't know man i've seen a lot of apocalyptic movies and i, I don't remember anybody saying we got to get the sperm nobody remember that section in the road this- where uh where vigo mortensen had to pick up the big old jar of jizz and, 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 and take it to the next stop we're not going to be able to repopulate the earth this stuff has a this stuff has an expiration date we got to get it into cold storage um so he so and here's the don't best mix part it up with the yogurt Getting these, so like getting a cargo container, whether it's sperm or eggs or, or whatever it is. Uh, so like it turns, like you stand on it and it turns into a hoverboard. Uh-huh. And then you just kind of skate the cargo. Like a hoverboard or like. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the video right cursed now. Cursed like with wheel feet. No, straight up a hoverboard. No, it's a hoverboard and you're like pushing it zoom, with your zoom. foot. And okay. Everything. Yeah. And you're weaving around rocks. He's right now he's going down a hill. Um and uh and so the strand also by the way is a, a non-lethal melee weapon uh you can tie up unaware enemies and parry attacks and capacitate guards and stuff uh let's see there's stealth um which you know this is a kojima game so that really shouldn't uh, surprise anybody and like there's a lot i'm just i'm kind of skimming over the really interesting stuff. i mean there are enemy bases and stuff like there are from but... like the um you know the the terrorist groups that are coming on and then it also and there's um, boss fights and shit. Yeah, like, like there, there's there, video there's game all, stuff in there. There's monsters and stuff too that you encounter. And I, I imagine, I'm gonna guess that as you go further westward, things get crazier so, and more dangerous. I, I, I do need to clarify something, not just for Justin, but for everybody in chat. So, 
the grenades. They're called X grenades. And it's not shower water, Justin. It's condensed body fluids collected from the shower. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So I'm thinking about the kind of grenades that you would get from like body fluids in the shower. It's booty sweat grenades. Let's call it what it is. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, anyway. Norman Reedus absolutely pees in the shower. He could also use blood-based hematic grenades, which are powered by either collectible blood bags or Sam's own blood. So, like... I mean, that's Those probably like bait for the monsters and stuff. Right? No, 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 no. They're they're actual grenades that you attack with biology based weapons, like, like they're they're grenades, they're weapons. You, you like that's you you bit you like bleed into a into a grenade and you throw it, like like I. But they're all non lethal. So like honestly, I feel like his grenades are designed to just fucking get people to vomit all over themselves. Well, I mean, most of the enemies are also wearing, like, biohazard (laughs) suits and stuff. So it would make sense that you would probably be trying to, you know, bacteria or something, you know, that would cause, like, a hazardous material warning. God, this game is going to be so fucking weird. There's a bunch of licensed songs in the game, apparently. Um, Asylums for the Feeling featuring Leila Adu by Silent Poets plays when you're walking towards Port Knot City. Like there's a lot of fucking like there's a lot of licensed shit. In this it's not a it's not apocalyptic fiction fiction. Excuse me if I can't walk around throwing my bathwater grenades at people to the tune of fucking <laughs> ordinary world by Duran Duran, right? Like, so, so, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. Wanna, what, what more do you want, Derek? I want to be able to skate down a mountain on a box full of sperm and eggs while listening to uh, Rio Grande. Like that's that's what I, or like or like Toto. I want to listen to some fucking uh, Land Down Under. While I'm while I'm dancing with some men at work, no, you're um, not going to get that. Also, here, sleeping in city rest areas fully restores all your stats. So you can use a shower, and Sam has offered the option of using the toilet either standing or sitting. So you, Sam's so like you can pick. So I'm assuming uh, there's can, okay. If that dude has to walk that much, there is no way he's standing to go to the bathroom. My ass would sit down. I would be tired. Yeah, I just get a break. Like, like you know, who cares? Just like sit, sit down and pee. You know, like it's 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 not a big deal. Um, is there anything else? Like, I like I'm looking for the really, I'm looking for the really weird shit. We've hit some pretty weird shit, uh, in this fucking game. Um, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everything I like, I have read. I and it's weird. And I know I'm probably the only person that thinks this. Like, just knowing like what Kojima's influences are, and I from what I think he's going, like none of this seems two out there i mean obviously individual elements are really Dude, weird this seems completely like, fucking out there there's a shoe meter i mean i guessed that last year when it sh- uh there was a trailer that showed him you know getting uh pulling stuff out of his uh out of his toe like, like i don't know man like i it, it, who, who fucking know. knows, I, dude? Like I, like, like I, I don't like, know. It's just kind of frustrating because, like, I am looking forward to this, and I, I do have, you know, some things I'm concerned about and some things I'm not. I don't know like, if I am or not. To be honest, I mean, with you. I, and and that and that's totally fair. Um, but it's really kind of frustrating because, like, there's this whole real big like, a lot of people saying stuff like, "Oh, you're just getting conned if you're into this." I'm like, it sounds interesting. I want to see where it. I want to see where it goes and I want to see how it pans out. And I'm not, I'm not totally certain it's going to be successful, but I think it's oh. interesting. And like, um, 
I don't know. Just the whole it's so weird thing is kind of it just gets annoying. <laughs> like it's just over and over again. I, like I, I, I kind of want to just see. I kind of want to just see how it unfolds. Like, like yeah. I'm cynical as hell, but I'm not saying anybody has to feel the way that I feel. Like if people can bring themselves to be excited and interested in this, like I feel like I've been burned so bad by Kojima the last couple times, but. You know, and like, that's, and that's totally. But that's fair. the thing is, like, we're all that's gonna totally come at this fair. from different perspectives, you yeah. know. So, um, and that's totally fair. Like, I'm I've not trying to rain bathwater yeah. on anybody else's parade. I just, I, I've also like, <laughs> I, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, this I obviously look, like. Derek's like, look, I'm sorry to burst your sperm and eggs bubble. Okay, but, <laughs> but like, I've seen, I've seen some people that are like super angry that it doesn't seem like this is this game's going to be something they enjoy and it's like because people you, no, you don't no, have to Justin, buy it people wanted fucking metal gear people wanted metal gear and they're not getting metal gear from kojima and that's why people are upset it's and, been pretty clear for a while we weren't getting metal gear with oh, this sure, but, but, but people have trouble letting go i think what was that derek i didn't say anything oh, i thought you said something yeah he said literally nothing <laughs> oh i thought he did i thought he did um so like i i don't want to linger on death stranding for too much longer what i will say is i i i will be very curious to see how this game performs uh at the register um because it's gonna be huge sales wise i think it'll do well just do you think so brandon it's got that, it's got that norman Reedus boost what the hell was that yeah, noise? What in the world? That was going those on? some dogs. <laughs> oh God. Are those are those are those Derek's dogs? Yeah, dude. <laughs> can you put the hounds back? Holy and... shit, dude! Fucking Resident Evil Hellhounds. Yeah, get back there and fucking... Cerberus back up. Oh my God! Yes, yeah, Cerberus in the fucking back there. Jesus, Derek. Derek, are you sure they're not mauling a small animal? <laughs> they're, getting, they're getting dragged around by a rubber ring. <laughs> That they won't really go Holy off. fucking shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. That's, 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 that is Death Stranding, folks. That's That really sums up the whole Death Stranding uh, conversation right there. I, I Like I said, I don't want to strand, or I don't, I don't want to strand too long. I don't want to spend. That's a, a Kojimian slip. God, Kojima's in my fucking head now, man. I can't Kojimian do this anymore. Kojimian slip is now a term, by the way. I want, and, and uh, I, by the way, I also want to, I want is to thank Is that when you're ashamed of your words and deeds? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I hate, real quick, before I forget, I want to thank Waypoint for the sub. Thanks. We really appreciate that. Um, Derek, uh, you wanted to talk about Iceborne. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so on Friday, just about a week ago, Monster Hunter World Iceborne hit. Monster Hunter World, if you live under a rock, was up uh game of the year uh contender on like every list last year it was one of the biggest games of last year period um iceborne capcom's best-selling game ever ever um iceborne is the equivalent of what this, the 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 g-rank expansion so for the last couple of entries in the u.s we basically haven't gotten a game until it's been the big expanded g-rank version um and traditionally in japan it's two separate things so what it is is like okay here's your here's your finished game and then so far down the road they do this big expansion it's a whole new difficulty rank every existing monster gets remixed some for this new higher difficulty level um there's a whole shitload of new content whole shitload of new monsters um with monster hunter world having a bit of a more um, heavier focus on like having story elements included into the game has like an actual new like plot going on. Um, Iceborne's 
fucking huge, y'all. Um, I mean, I, I don't need to Is tell y'all. So, so Sam and Chad said it's bigger than the base game. Um, is that accurate? Everything I have heard is that the actual story is a little bit shorter than the story of the main game. Although for an expansion to almost double the length with the story mode, um, that well, I mean, says that, something. That doesn't really speak to like overall content. No, no, that's true. Now, overall content, um, there's two new areas, both of one of which at least is significantly larger than any of the environments in the game before. Um, like I said, every monster in the game is remixed. Even the, the little, little fuckers that you don't normally fight that often because by the time you get in the, you know, the weapons and the armor based on them aren't that, like your kind of lower tier monsters the are ones still kind of like hanging around. Yeah. Every one of them is completely remixed up, um, and has new tricks up their sleeves on top of all these new monsters. And the thing is like every single new monster pretty much added to Iceborne is an all time favorite. Um, this is not like normally what you've got to do is you've got to have some jobbers in the cast, right? You got to have a couple of, uh, of sad iguanas and raptors. That those those exist monsters that exist solely for you to slaughter them to be the weakest thing in any given environment. Sure. Right. Instead, Iceborne life, Derek. Yeah, exactly. Iceborne gives you kind of like, like one of those, but other you know, kind of two of those, but otherwise it's just like, Hey, you know, this is the flagship for some previous game or one of the biggest monsters from some game or another. And it's just like hit after hit after hit after hit with some of the biggest and most complex monsters in the series. Um, tremendously uh, remixed for the kind of bigger, more open, more environmental interaction style of Monster Hunter World. Um, and that's really cool, right? Because like um, one thing I heard from a lot of longtime fans is that they were kind of disappointed with the lineup and also kind of, of this is about the base game of world yeah, yeah um they were kind of disappointed with the lineup and also like because the way that monsters are built in um in monster hunter is like they're all kind of based on skeleton like this base skeleton they're very similar like yeah, skeletons so you only open. get a couple of of real um like yeah, a couple of real skeletons. And don't get me wrong, there's a ton of, of actual variety in the fights, but what you end up with is a lot of very similar-looking yeah. monsters so, in their build. But it, it seems like they've really tried to spread out from that with Iceborne. So yes. that, um, And they've worked on getting a lot of fan favorites and a lot of ones that it seems like, hey, now that this is in, they can add a whole bunch of others. Hey, real quick, just a, a shout-out to our friend Nintendon in... In chat, throwing out those subs again. Holy shit, Don. Fucking, um, fucking. Don is a fucking G. Don is a fucking G. Real quick, I have a message from Reb. You do? I do. Oh. Real, real quick. So Reb is I, on vacation right now. So she's on vacation. I, I, I texted her. I texted her to tell her that Derek was clean shaven. And Came sooner is, than we thought, folks. She is demanding pictures well she, it's gonna be on the stream so it it, it is it is archived for all to view and it's yeah funny. now everyone can see that i look like a teenager with five o'clock shadow you look so young and I, anyway i'm sorry to interrupt the, no it's the good iceborne it's discussion. good um but yeah iceborne iceborne is uh also like every major complaint i had about monster hunter world which you know, there were issues. I don't think the the hub area was well designed. Things were too spread out. It took too long to get to everything. The new town is very 
um, condensed and it's very easy to get to anything from anywhere else because it's very tightly packed in. Um, so you're not wasting a bunch of time traveling this like three floor sprawling built into a forest um, camp. Um, the variety you get right from the beginning, which you like there are people who've been playing Monster Hunter World um, and they've been doing the like post game content of grinding like tempered monsters and arch tempered monsters and it's just like harder and harder versions of the same things over and over again and and getting the stuff that like you know breaks the armor limit and and it doesn't matter because you don't have to have done any of that uh in order to jump directly into iceborne and immediately start crafting like new armor and new equipment that's just better than anything you could have had no matter how much you ground the game out so the nice thing is it's rewarding people who didn't stick around for that repetitive post-game stuff in Monster Hunter World. Like, if you didn't, if you beat the final boss and you pieced out, that's okay. You can jump directly to Iceborne. It's not going to be too hard. You know, it, 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 that's I don't want to awesome. say it wastes like, the time of all the people who, because the people who put that time into the post-game, into doing tempered and arch-tempered monsters and stuff, like, their stuff's not really worth it in, in the new master rank quests, but, like, they got enjoyment out of doing it. So, so I, I have a question. Yeah. Um, so I, so like I, I tried monster hunter world last year. Uh, I, I played with Zach for a little while. I think it, uh, uh Nintendo on a chat. Thank you for saying that, man. We, we appreciate that, Don. Um, I tried it with Zach and I think I played it with Sam too. Sam, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but I think Sam was there too. Might've been somebody else. Uh, but I know I played it with Zach. Um, it wasn't my thing. So I dropped it. Um, and and, you know, that's fine. But, um, with this, with Monster Hunter World being the highest selling Capcom game ever and Iceborne, according to what I've seen being universally praised by reviewers and everybody who's played it, um, is this now one? Cause like until recently, until last year, like Monster Hunter was huge in Japan, but kind of niche here. It, um, it really hasn't been niche in the U.S. The problem is that it's been confined to the 3DS. Um, and I mean, it's sold very well on the 3DS here. But the 3DS has always been like a very specific large, right? Like the 3DS was a, a, a big thing here in the U.S., Sure, but it's a but, very but like, specific but like this, this, corner this of gaming. Everything. Yeah. Well, and, and so, and so what Sam says is kind of what I'm getting at, right? Like it hasn't had a chance to shine on consoles. And also yeah. I think the timing of world and the quality of life changes they made to it were really, really smart for um, yeah. both the worldwide audience and, and the console audience and the PC right. audience. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a very long time Monster Hunter fan. I've actually been playing literally since the original game on PlayStation two. Um, and I mean, so I, I've, I've been through the jank. I cannot go back. Um, yeah. Generations ultimate hit on switch. I can't play it. I can't. I don't care how much content is in that game. It is significantly less enjoyable for me to play than world with everything world has done to move. You're not the, series the only forward. person I've heard say that either. Yeah, and like, can't do also, it. and also like, you know, service games <laughs> have been very popular. There's a lot of very games that are getting really popular. Like these were some things that, you know, scared people away and Capcom had the perfect approach for how they went with world. And it sounds like Iceborne as well is that they smartly 
didn't get rid of those things that keep people playing Monster Hunter for a long time while addressing the things that make it very inaccessible. Yes. Um, which is like they executed what they needed to do with Monster Hunter World perfectly. So, we, so we've got uh, Derek, go, no, Derek, go, you know, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say two things. So, first, um, Waypoint Set and chat. Um, yes, I do think the game is worth playing solo. Like, I played it mostly solo. You know, I did some multiplayer, but um, ultimately, like, the the added story elements to the game don't tremendously change the structure of playing it from previous Monster Hunter games, but they add a little bit more context in the moment, which can make it much more enjoyable to get in and play uh, without playing directly with friends. And having stuff like the SOS flare, which is you can set off a basically a flare in the middle of a fight if you're connected to the internet and have three Japanese players jump in and kick the shit out of a monster with you. Um, like if you're having trouble, then you don't need to go, Oh, I need to come at this quest again. And I got to go online, like just fire off a flare. And there are people, people waiting, good fucking players waiting to jump in and back you up. Like the game has a, a contingent of sun bros. Um, oh and God. It's, yeah. it's, it's really satisfying when you send one of those flares up and then yeah. either and one three of dudes friends, with just kanji or, names just jump yeah. in and just kick the shit out of it until it's dead. <laughs> this is <laughs> kicking, apparently. Um, no, it, it's I, I did. I played through a lot of the game like that, and it it's very fun. Like it, it feels like you got real backup coming in, uh, which is cool. Yeah, um, I, I, I really enjoy that element of it. And that, that's a really smart um, feature, I think, for yeah. people. Um, for people that are trying to play Monster Hunter. Yeah. The other thing that the last thing I'll say is that for people who are maybe curious about whether or not now is the time to jump into Monster Hunter, especially since we're talking about like I, I, I spent 80 hours going through the story of Monster Hunter World before extra DLC content dropped, not doing any of the post game grinding. Um, so you're talking about 80 hours to get to the point for me where I could have moved on to Iceborne had it been available. And this is about as long as that again. So it's a lot of game and people may be questioning if this is the right time to jump into it. Um, I think it's going to be a while before the next true new Monster Hunter game. I think we'll see maybe some spinoffs and I don't mean like generation style, like different Monster Hunters. I think we'll see spinoffs like that Monster Hunter stories, you know, maybe, but I don't think we're going to see a new Monster Hunter for a little bit. Um, and if you I mean, pick up Iceborne... Yeah, this like Iceborne's going to sell and keep people busy for a while. Um, but if you pick up Iceborne, um, there is a free armor set and a bunch of and like an item pack that you get um, right at the beginning of the game that you can basically the item pack will help you with with cutting out a lot of the grind for crafting in the early part of the game. And the armor is good enough to wear all the way through the base story. Um, oh, that's awesome. That's cool. So if you're getting in and you don't want like if you want, you don't have to wear that armor. You can do the traditional experience of crafting and mixing sets. But like this guardian armor set is like, hey, do you want to take half of the grind out right now and not have to worry about armor at all? Cool. Here's some like broken, overpowered armor for low rank to carry you through. It'll work fine in high rank, you know, and then you'll get to master rank and be ready. So um, I, I do that's think a really smart addition. If you're curious, like the base game has gotten even easier to get into. Um, 
you know, and you'll probably not spend 80 hours like I did getting past the final boss of the main story and getting to Iceborne. You'll probably get there relatively quickly by comparison. So um, it's it's good. Uh, we're going to be hearing a lot about Iceborne. Uh, we're going to be hearing a lot about Monster Hunter in the future. I mean, this is, yeah, Capcom's biggest game ever. It is massively expanded. It's not going to slow down. This franchise is going to be everywhere in every form um, soon enough. So be ready for that. Cool. Dude, that's a dude, that's a fantastic breakdown of Iceborne, man. Thank you for that. Um, I want to, I, uh, we want to answer some questions here. We got some good questions uh, that got sent to us. Uh, and I really love this one because it's, it's not a question that I have seen our audience ask. Uh, uh, this is from, this is from Waypoint actually. Um, what's the story of SDGC? How did you all meet and decide to start your own outlet? Um, it's <laughs> Brandon, like, so Brandon is a, Brandon is yeah. a founding. Me and John are the only ones that are still here. Yeah. Like, like the podcast started with me and Brandon and Steve and, and Brian and, and Brandon and I uh, stand alone now. We're, we're like the two founding members. I, Brandon, I just approached you one day on Twitter and I was like, yeah, dude, let's do a video game. Yoga. Yeah. Yeah. We met on Gaff and I was like, let's do a video game podcast. And Brandon was like, I don't, yeah, fine. I don't have any better to do. Let's yeah, do it. It's something I kind of <laughs> want to do. So I yeah, jumped right into it. Yeah. And that was, uh, Dude, it's been four years. It was 2015. It was summer 2015. Yeah. Four, four over, fucking years. Four years now. Four years of doing this shit, man. And then, like, uh, so, like, we'll, we'll just go over the people who are here. Justin was watching us. Justin was a fan of the podcast. And then he, uh, like, Jeff asked you to be on uh, Pause for Popcorn, right, Justin? Yes. Like, as a guest. Um, he asked me to be his co-host. Co-host. Um, for, for that show. And, you know, we did a couple of... Um, couple of episodes of that and then i i I, rem I remember the distinct twitter exchange between you and me because we're, you're like hey are you a part of sdgc now i'm like am i like i'm pretty sure that's up to you and then you just added me to <laughs> the official dm stuff and so i've been uh yeah. and then it was a few months like, before i could actually be on the show regularly yeah. due to um due to my work schedule um, but yeah, and then so like basically since like E3 last year, I've been like regularly on the show. Hey, I, I want to point something out in, in chat. No, no, gaff, not gab. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I mean, no. nowadays they're not too dissimilar. <laughs> right. Yeah, back, really back in the day like, before yeah, things completely a, like, fell to shit. Gab. Is, wait, hold on. What is gab? Gab a, is uh, uh social social network for people who um are alt-right shitheads. Basically. Yeah, basically. It's like alt-right Twitter. I've, yeah. I've never yeah. even heard of it. I've never even heard of it. You are better <laughs> There's off. There's a good reason for off. it. You're much better off. No, gaff with an F, gaff, yeah. It was a much different place. Uh, a a website nobody needs to care about anymore. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't go there anymore. Don't go to gaff. <laughs> don't go to gaff. Um, it still exists, but it's dead. Yeah, but uh, so Real Shane J in chat actually says, I love the show and it's inspired me to get my own content off the ground. That's awesome. I love hearing that. That's fantastic. Wow, you got to do it. Really you got to just be brave and yeah, do it. Just like, do it. Like, like, cause, it, cause that's kind of like my story, right? Is, is for the longest time, like I've got the fuck. I used to work at Nintendo, you know? And like my background for ages has been in like content production and like production, you know, audio engineering and mixing stuff like that. Um, and I just sat around forever, not doing anything thinking I can't make videos. I can't stream. I can't, 
do podcasts. I can't do any of it because it'll never be good enough to be up to the standards that I would want as a viewer. Um, and then John reached out to me and was just like, hey, you want to be on the show? Uh, Cause you're all right. And we need, we need, we need new people. And I was like, Derek came highly recommended. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I mean, like I've been interacting with y'all on Twitter for the past couple years since I actually showed up on the internet at large. But, um, but, but still like, it, you know, it's it, like the funny thing is once I started doing it because it was somebody else's show and I was just a part of it, suddenly I'm producing and editing. Suddenly I'm out there. I'm streaming more on my own. Like it's, it's ultimately, I was stopping myself from trying anything uh, because I feared failure that would not hurt me. So like, if you want to try your hand at content production, like just do it. You're not, That's, nothing bad's going to happen. You well, know, like, although don't take that one streamer's advice that posted no, don't yesterday. sell your bed and <laughs> yeah. sleep don't on an air mattress. Bed. Don't, don't you use cheap equipment. Use cheap don't equipment and take the time to learn. Like I'll do a, we'll do a, a like a video or a chat sometime on how this stuff works. But like you would be better served using cheap equipment that you know how to work with than yep. buying expensive equipment. If you gave me a, a a forty dollar Logitech headset, I could make that headset sound better for a stream and more professional. That cheap microphone than this Yeti would sound in the hands of somebody who doesn't know what they're doing. It's it's simple. Yeah, we. We have a pretty basic setup. Yeah, wow. it's it, it's nothing fancy. Although I will I will say that the the uh, the UI, for lack of a better term, the podcast is getting a an overhaul here soon. We're going to keep the base colors, uh, but things are going to look a little fancier. Uh, trying to improve the production value even more. Um, but look, I look. I want to echo what what everybody else has said. You know, like Brandon and I started this podcast because we just wanted to talk about video games. We. We, we didn't have any goals. We didn't have, we didn't think, we, I mean, Brandon, I'm sure would agree. We certainly didn't think, hey, we're going to be at PAX, at PAX's one day. Um, oh yeah, no, there was no, I mean, when we even had like guests that wanted to be on a show, like that was crazy. That like, was weird, right? Yeah. Like, like when we, when we had our first industry guest on, that was, that was nuts, right? It's like, okay, oh, that's wild. And then, and now like four years later. Like um, I thought you were joking when you said like, oh, hey, I asked this guy. To be honest, he said yes. I thought you were joking. I was like, well, why would anybody want to shoot? Why? Guess but yeah, and that's the thing, though, Brandon. Is that like if you if you just approach like you're not going to know unless you ask, you know, yeah. and you're just not. And you know, we we took this little thing from, you know, this rinky little Google Hangouts uh, three hour chat bullshit we used to do on Saturdays, Brandon. And and, yeah, and now we had some long. Yeah, it, was like we, Saturday, it was like Saturday morning, right? For like it was Saturday hours. nights. Saturday wasn't nights that, we did that. Wasn't shit. that earlier? And like we were a lot later now than we used to be. Yeah, yeah. No, we did. We started at like, like six, four, four p.m. or something. Or was yeah, it four p.m.? It, it, it was earlier on like Saturdays, right? And we had like we had like one or two people watching us, and um and and now yeah, hey, look, guys, we're we're in kind of funny's orbit. You know, so so you you never know what's gonna happen. So if you want to create content, go do it. Just just fucking try it. And and if you need somebody to give you a boost, like ask any of us. We'll come on. You know, like we'll we'll fucking come on your pocket. We'll hang out. We'll chill. Like just all you gotta do is ask. Yeah, I did um, a trophy room with Badbit Games uh, a little while back. You know, he's a smaller content creator who you know just wanted uh, a queer person on during Pride Month to talk video games, and I was like. Yeah, dude, you're in our orbit and you're a good dude and your show's good. I'll I'll come on and talk about some video games. Like, you know. 
it's funny because like you see people in chat and like a lot of them probably look at us as if we're like a big deal and and like we're not we're 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 like the the top of a very small yeah. like pond guys um, like yeah. with with me i literally was watching the show and like my big hope was you know maybe one day they would ask me to be on as a guest or something <laughs> And then I just ended up actually becoming a cast member I still and, and everything. Like, it still um, kind of blows my mind whenever we get invited to play. People yeah, want to come on. Yeah, we've had a big revolving door of cast members. But, um, we've always kept it fresh. We, we, we've, yeah, we, but we've stabilized it now. We're stable. Yeah, We're stable now. Stable for a while. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, but yeah, no, that's that. No, that's the SCGC story, and we're gonna have another really cool year next year. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back at PAX East and uh, doing our thing. And uh, yeah, no, it's it's fucking great. We have a great time doing it. Um, we have another question, uh, and I like I like this one. <laughs> um, has any? This is from uh, Tierlock eighty seven on Twitter. Uh, has anything from Tokyo Game Show snuck up on you yet? If not, anything to be showcased? Y'all are looking forward to. Um, I can tell I you. I want to be surprised. I I want to be like I can tell you what I want to see. What I want to see. Uh, oh, by the way, real uh, Sh real Shane J and Chat Pax East is in late uh, March, early April. Um, but uh, I can tell you what I'd like to see, and I'm almost certain I'm not going to get it. Uh, bye, Julian. Uh, is I want to see a Square Enix collection of Final Fantasy four, five, and six, which I'm certain I'm not going to get. Um. <laughs> But that would kind of be like the dream Tokyo Game Show announcement for me. I don't know about you guys, Derek. Um, I mean, look, I want to know what Capcom's up to other than Project Resistance, which looks interesting enough, but it's clearly not meant to be like a big AAA project for them. Um, we're in a weird period of radio silence from Capcom. Like in the last couple of years, we've gotten Resident Evil 7, the two remake, Devil May Cry 5, Monster Hunter World and Iceborne, like big, big work on Street Fighter 5. Um, Marvel's Capcom Infinite was kind of a flop, but there's some weird circumstances behind that. Um, but like Capcom's been on a big role and we know next to nothing. I think we know Cap nothing other than Project Resistance coming forward. So I think Capcom might have gotten to the point where they needed a little bit of a break after all of their studios put out yeah. really big, high quality projects. I think we were thinking that also, this was their momentum going forward, yeah. and it might just be that everything kind of lined up real nicely. But I'm yeah. really hoping that there's at least one thing big next year. I I feel like Capcom will probably have a big presence at one of the next gen console reveals or something. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I feel like something like Resident Deep Evil down 8, gonna be real? Something like Resident Evil 8 or like a Dragon's Dogma yes. 2 or something yeah. would be like a really cool yeah. next gen. I'd love you know, that. Per okay. Like like I feel like I feel like Project I feel like Project Resistance, which we haven't even talked about, like I feel like Project Resistance can't be it, right? Like Oh no, I mean we already know they have eight and three oh, remake no, no, in development. And three like, remake in the, yeah, but like but like Plus has like, gotta be shit. on Dragon's Dogma 2 by now. I mean I mean, he Itsuno even just recently said, "Dragon's Dogma is an important series, but I can't say any more right now." Like, well, we also yeah. already knew that he had the he was greenlit for Dragon's he Dogma two, and yeah. he chose he, Devil May Cry five instead. He has as much the as right said choice. there's a Dragon's Dogma two coming without actually saying those exact words. <laughs> Sorry, I was typing something in chat. 
Um, Brandon, is there anything at Tokyo Game Show that you've seen that either catches your eye? Who, who gives a shit? Like they put out the FF7 remake trailer, like the start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I there is stuff like, like when when am I going to see Ghostwire Tokyo gameplay? Especially Never. now that it's done. Uh, the Something's wrong with that like, game. It's done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the you know the, the conceptual trailer looks so cool at E3, and then now we hear the creative director leaves. So, like, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see gameplay of that whenever it does get revealed eventually um we gotta let's see let's grab another question yeah, here yeah, i don't know like what, what is that tgs right now like what's... tgs this year was more just a lot of information on stuff we already knew about not well, so I mean, much new but, announcements. but i mean like it, it really starts this weekend though right like yeah, it hasn't no, started yet i mean <laughs> the, the announcement period was basically like monday tuesday that's when all the announcements yeah that all the announcement stuff is like Monday, Tuesday, and then the next few days is when it's like open for people to check out the show floor. And everything. Oh, okay. Totally, totally. So, um, yeah, like there wasn't much new. We got new inf- information on um, Yakuza 7. Uh, that game looks fucking insane. <laughs> In a good um, way. Like, I can't wait. For- yeah, I'm, Yakuza not a, 7. I'm not a Yakuza guy, but dude, you I'm like... should be. Like, goofy ass turn-based combat i'm fucking in i mean play yakuza zero dude you'd be into it but i dude i'm so burned out on open world games though it's really like, not open just, world I, it's, I, it's it's really not it's like a I, town it's, it's like a very tight town. area yeah. it's not it open world very very tight it's like area, yeah. six square blocks you know what i mean yeah. like it's really yeah. not now everybody in chat is it, like begging me to play yakuza you it's need to play yakuza zero it's not so, an open world game. It's an RPG. Is, it's it's Yakuza Zero is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent game. It's a beat 'em up RPG. Like, uh, I mean, like not, I would love to play Yakuza it's Zero, not a Western but like open world game. I've but 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 here's the thing. I've got a billion Super Nintendo games to play on my Switch now. I've got to finish yeah. up uh, my Blue Lions run on Fire Okay, Emblem. that's I'm important. Link's yes. Awakening coming out next Friday, which I'm literally going to play through three times in a row. It's so my this favorite means Zelda you game. Need to take your Switch away. Yeah, you need to play dude, Yakuza, dude. If you play Yakuza Zero, dude, you will be blowing up our chat nonstop. That's how much right. You love it, Ka- and you'll Cam be addicted Koenig, to it. Fucking Goose Game. Fucking Goose Game. Goose Game. Sayonara Wild Hearts is also next. Cyan- week. That yes. game looks fucking dope. Like, dude, my look, look. You can see him back there. My poor PS4 just sitting lonely, and I, like the only thing I use my PS4 now for now is Final Fantasy 14. That's it. That's the only reason I turn on my PS4. It's all Switch all the time. All the time. But I will get to Yakuza eventually. I'm going to grab my little uh, my little cactuar here because he's soft and comfy and he comforts me. You look cactuar cute. Uh, we we've got another dude. This thing, dude, this thing is so fucking soft. Um, uh, Nint- uh, uh, Don and Chats, the Sinar Wild Hearts Overland an untitled goose game yeah. or september 19th holy Trinity. overland's another good call out yeah yeah overland looks cool links Link, so- wild hearts is a game i have been super excited for i played it at pax east um Link- I, do, do you guys you guys remember there like i just kind of was walking around the show floor saw it played it absolutely loved it dude um, you lit up it was the most wholesome thing like I, like i remember they were like really skeptical because i am very much not the audience for that game and i just had this huge smile on my face while playing it it was so cool like literally just everything else right now is noise because of awakening I, that's my number one most anticipated game this year i'm so fucking excited um it is uh, the best of the game glorious war in chat wants to know any thoughts on apple arcade yeah i'm really frustrated that there's a an rpg by the developers of bravely default and octopath traveler uh exclusive to it 
that's really frustrating for me because I have no intention of doing anything with Apple Arcade. So, and and plus, it's got one of those crazy names. Like, what was the name? Like, like what was the name of that fucking game again? It was uh, Octopath it was, Traveler. No, no, not Octopath. No, but it was, it was even something weirder. like Day oh, yeah. Daylight, like like every I'll day think. life or something like that. One second, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah please it pull it up. Name. Now I remember it. Please pull it up because that name was that name was fucking bonkers. Was it? Was it, it more bonkers? Various than... day life. Various day life. Sure. Various. Their day previous life. game right. was Octopath Traveler. Before that, I mean, it was yeah. Bravely Default. Like at these least, dudes make titles by throwing darts at a dictionary. <laughs> like Bra- no, Brandon. What, Brandon, I want Brandon. I want you to say that again because you're 100 correct. Yeah. No. At least at least uh, Octopath Traveler makes more sense. Than Bravely Default. It literally That's does. Thing. Yeah. Because it like it fits the story. It, paths. It, it, yeah. yeah, it's eight people traveling a path. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but, Blaine. But yeah, Bravely Blaine and Chat. Yes, Octopath was made by the people behind Bravely Default. Yes, like, I, I think they explained what Bravely Default means if you play the game. Well, because Brave no, Brave is a mechanic it's and like default, mechanic. Is a mechanic. Yeah, default is a mechanic, but they're yeah. opposite mechanics, so they don't. The title doesn't even work. Like, I just want Bravely Third or Octopath Traveler Two. Like that. Those were two other things, actually. That I was hoping for. I'll, I'll also take a bravely uh, duology on Switch, but I would love that too. Like yeah. anything bravely default related, or I just need I more Adia and Ring a Bell. What are you gonna do? Um, <laughs> we'll do uh, one more question. Uh, this is a good one uh, from at uh, tpaz one one seven on Twitter. Uh, I've been playing Gears Five, and one of the things your pet robot can do is fly out and get weapons and ammo for you yeah, if you have a line neat. of sight, even in combat. What other feature in a game has given you the why isn't this in every game reaction? Um, mm. Off the top of my head right now, the Nemesis system in, in the Mordor games. Like, say what you want about what they do with the lore. Um, although, like, you know, the lore in the Peter Jackson movies was just as convoluted. But the Nemesis system was the reason to play those games. Uh, and especially in the first game where it was new, nobody had ever seen anything like it before. Like, it the nemesis system is fucking crazy and i can't believe that it has not popped up in in other games since because it, it essentially what it did if you haven't played it it created yes absolutely uh yes in chat it needed to be in the mad max game um and the nemesis system really allowed you to create your own villains and antagonists that would like hound you throughout the story like i, I had this orc um that killed me in the and you know and you know in the beginning of the game and he he leveled up in rank and i came back and I killed him, right? I stuck a sword through his, uh, or shot him in the eye with an arrow, actually. And like an hour later, he comes back with like a metal eye patch on, and now he's got one eye attached to his name. And he's like, you know, oi, I'm back, you know, and I'm ready for more. You know, they, they have those Cockney accents. And I, I defeated him again. I kicked him off a cliff. And, and he comes back, and he literally became my recurring antagonist throughout the entire game. And I'd never seen anything like it. Uh, and he would remember our last encounters, like, you know, oi, you know, like, you know, you're not going to get to drop on me this time, you know, and it was just, it was so fucking cool. And I can't believe that more developers haven't implemented something like that. I just, I just, I, I love it. Sam in chat. This is the first time an orc came back to life, all scarred and burnt and ambushed him was still one of his favorite moments this entire generation. I okay. agree with that 100%. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. And like, that was kind of one of those moments because like, I mean that game has a last gen version, but it was it was real. Bad. <laughs> it was not good. Really? Yeah, it, it was did. real. Bad. Look, it really it, did. look it up, it, Derek. It, it barely tore, is it tore frames like crazy. It ran at about twenty frames per second, and it didn't have the Nemesis system. It, so, yeah, yeah, that's right. It what? didn't have the Nemesis system. No, yeah. it had the Nemesis system, but it was like 
severely cut down. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it might as well have not have been there. To the point it where looked, it basically wasn't. It yeah. looked horrible. It ran at 10 oh, FPS. It also, it looked like a game from like 2007 or something. Which is fucking wild, Brandy, because like Shadow of Mordor was a gorgeous fucking game. Yeah, for, for 2014, yeah. it was a good looking game. So like, like the, the orc model. Yeah, really so like the Nemesis system was one of those, oh, this is next gen kind of moments exactly. for me. Exactly, right. Um, and it's really surprising that we haven't seen much more of that, except in their sequel. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's the last. I like. I can't think of another game that has utilized something similar. I can't like. And like, imagine what that would have done for Red Dead Redemption Two, like yeah. I, a, a game that, in my opinion, didn't do much to set itself apart from its predecessor. But imagine something like the Nemesis system being present in 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 Red Dead Redemption Two would have changed and the entire I, fucking I game. Like know if it bounty hunters, like remembering that's... you and just oh, with just the level of realism in Red Dead, I don't know. If it's like it's perfect for something like Lord of the Rings with orcs. I think no, um, but, but, it has to be something like... kind of like superhero-y or <laughs> I'm not you know, sure I agree sci-fi though, Justin, or fantasy like... kind of out there like. And a superhero it, game, though, I, I a superhero game would be awesome, right? Yeah, like you would you actually got like a recurring supervillain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking cool. Derek, what about you, man? Uh, you got a game mechanic that you pop up in more games? Um, I'm gonna give this. We're gonna go back to Monster Hunter since it's on my mind. But um, Monster Hunter World gives you um in in something that I just I do not see frequently enough. Um, is is the so the you know big big crafting tree, right? you can wish list items and then when you come across the materials for that it reminds you that you picked up materials how many total that you have within your inventory and storage and how many you need so if i'm like carving up a rathalos or something and i need a rathalos plate and i pick one up it'll pop up and ding you needed this for this weapon and now you you need one more or you have enough and now you have all the parts you need for this thing you'll be ready to craft it when you get back to the blacksmith um, and in games that are very crafting heavy, which is a, a, like a thing that's fairly common um, and is getting shoehorned into a lot of games nowadays. Um, that's really nice to see. Uh, also for Monster Hunter, they have a an in-game wiki, like which doesn't sound great. But like how many games with a bunch of different damage types and really detailed enemies where certain parts of their bodies takes different certain kinds of damage and there's like detailed battle tactics. Can you open up a book? And just go, okay, uh, this thing, weakest to fire on its head, the uh, tail is severable, all in one, like, graphic for you. Like, it's, what are you cracking up for? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at the pictures of Contra Hardcore that Justin said. Oh, <laughs> the no. pictures. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Oh, my yeah. God. It's, uh, oh, Derek. See these. Oh my god, it's so bad. Are they oh, in the, the group chat? Oh no. <laughs> Are they in this group chat here? It's in the DM. Oh, oh okay. Here, oh, no. I, I will post them in... Put them in, um, put them in the chat. Put them oh in the my chat. god. That first one. That first one. It's... His it's face. Two, it's 240 by 120 resolution. Oh my god! I, I believe those are Switch uh, handhelds. Uh, this is I don't care if it's Switch. It looks worse than a mobile game from ten. Oh years no! Ago. I mean, no, not that it's good, but just just oh for put it in chat. Sake. Put it in chat, folks. I gotta see it. I gotta see the bad. That that one with the tank. I mean, look at that tank. Look it's at no, look at the ground and the ground. I yeah. Like, dude, I, even I just, even oh. just how it's just blurry. Yeah. Oh like, no! Oh, 
Yeah. Ooh. Oh no. That's a bad looking game. This is the this oh, is Oh this is bad. Oh seen. this is bad. <laughs> this is that the dude, this the dude is with it. the this cigar. Is... What is going oh, on? Oh no. So like so Derek, Derek, for everybody in chat, go back to the one with the cigar. Go back to the one with the cigar. With the oh. cigar. <laughs> Nothing about There's your new meme. Also the worst cigar I think I've ever seen. There, <laughs> there is your new meme. There's your new reaction meme right there. Whenever you see something wild on the internet, oh. there it is. Shout out to Cartridge Games for posting those four, but oh my god. Wow. Here, you need guys? Oh. oh my god, I can't I can't take my eyes off of it. Like, dude, the cigar is like is like is like clipping through his mouth. Yeah, it's like clips through his mouth. <laughs> oh my god. Derek, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean it to like be comes to a point. Help it. it doesn't nothing matters. Nothing I have to say matters after that. Life. Wow. Do we How? live just to suffer, John? How does this exist? What the fuck? Because Konami willed it into existence. Oh my god, that is the... That yeah, is... So uh, that's the official Konami seal of quality. Uh, Don in chat says, I remember my Gamescom presentation for the first 10 minutes. They spoke on an esports mode and then the season passed for Contra. The season pass. I'm sorry, Contra. esports? What? Esports? What? what? Oh, no, no, no. I need to know more... This has a season pass? A season no, pass? No, no, no. That doesn't surprise me. Of course Konami has a season pass. But for this? For this? For esports? Esports. E e they're, they're trying to plan the actual esports e events for a Contra game. Which one? That doesn't even work. But also for this Contra game? Wow. Wow. This is, uh... So I guarantee you, this is going to be our... This is going to be this generation's Ride to Hell Redemption. That's what this is. They are, Don says, yes, they are actively pushing an esports mode and a $25 season pass. A $25 season pass for that. Remember when Super Bomberman R came out and we were like, maybe Konami's going to be okay? $25 for that. Because I remember that. The season pass, the season pass is just going to be the rest of the graphics. Oh my god. Is this gonna be the, like the devil's third all over well, again? I never played yes. that and I really want to. No, you just don't. Just no, no, just to see. I do. No, you don't. I do. Um the game was so bad so, Nintendo didn't even give so, us a copy. Hold on, can I can I do the mechanic game? Yeah, mechanic please. Thing? Go ahead, Justin. Um so I uh Derek's kind of reminded me there's a similar kind of thing in Horizon Zero Dawn where like if you need the components um for something, you can just uh, I think you just click one of the control sticks or something, and it auto-generates a quest. It will show you where the nearest place where you can get that um, item is, you, and it will set it up as a waypoint on your map, and then it will track how many you have, uh, which is really, really, really satisfying. Sometimes it's like, oh, I think it's going to be way on the other side of the map. There's a place that's actually close by. You can grab it, um, and then you know, get the item that you need. And it's really, really handy. It saves a lot of time. I'm sorry. I couldn't, I can't stop looking at the Contra picture. <laughs> I can't stop. Somebody needs to fucking help me. Send help quickly. Oh my God. John, it, nobody can help. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, Justin, I'm sorry, man. I wasn't trying to downplay what you're an actor and you have to like slow your car down and look at it. Yeah, you're cutting out. I can't hear you. Am I cutting out? Yeah. Is that better? That's better, yeah. 
Is that better? But yes, it's yes. Contra Rogue Core does not look good. Um, hey, listen up. Can you guys, guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure. <laughs> and everybody, I I just want to point out that when you ask for Konami to make games again, this is what you get. Yeah, I know. This is the so, this is the monkey's paw right here. Um, that's, that's what it is. Maybe let's stop pestering them to bring back Silent Hill or yeah. something. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much, yeah, yeah, basically. Maybe, yeah. Because I don't I, think my heart can take it. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you, dude. Like, I, I can't have this happen to Silent Hill. Like, something I really love. Um, But uh, we, we do need to start wrapping up here. Uh, So, pretty cool announcement. In case all. you are not aware, Um, not only are we doing Extra Life again this year, but with a twist. So, Derek. Do you want to explain to everybody in chat our our really cool extra life plans this year? Oh yes. So I'm physically traveling to uh, I'm driving nine hours to go to John's house. We're going to do uh, extra life. We're going to do a 24 hour live stream together, physically together in the same room on the couch, like all all snuggled yeah, up next to each other. We're going to cozy this shit up. We are going to play. Hyperdimension Neptunia Rebirth 1, which is oh, no. a lot of words to say the PC re- the PC remaster of the PSP remake of the first Hyperdimension Neptunia. I'm really game. worried. I don't even know what the hell this is. And I'm don't really don't look it up. John, look at the, look at the people in chat. Derek, Derek yeah. what is this fucking game? Yeah. John doesn't know what Hyperdimension Neptunia is. John has never even watched an anime before. He does not have any immune system for what he's going to get hit with. What I'm a, is, I'm a weeb. I'm weeb trash. I made it two <laughs> hours into Neptunia and gave up. I could not Have I made a terrible fucking mistake? What, what you... the fuck? Is, you know what, dude? You're uninvited. I don't know if I can do that. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I can do that. We, here's the thing. What Look we at the do... fucking reaction in yeah. chat. Look at the reaction in chat, Derek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do, here's what we'll do, John. Friday. What the, fu- what the fuck have you got? help you, on Friday, we're going to watch Princess Mononoke. You've never seen anime okay, and we're gonna good. watch that's, a, that's one of that's the safe. best animated films anime films of all time which you will fucking love dearly you will stand this movie i'm gonna build up anime in your mind and then and the then next you're gonna day we're down. going to that's play hyperdimension true. neptunia you're gonna, do. you're gonna fucking ruin it you're gonna yes. fucking you're gonna destroy it for me that's if i watch jojo with john he might enjoy it that's People not really chat, fair my friends in, our friends in chat what the fuck is this game don't tell them. What is this? Don't what, what is this? No, there is a reason that people reacted like that. Yes. In chat. Yes. What? what John Vicky's going to judge the shit out of us. John, <laughs> your child would. John, your child would. And you love JRPG. Yeah, it's a JRPG. It's an action JRPG. If your son saw you playing this game, he would not respect you. For the rest of your life. And if you saw him playing it, you wouldn't respect him either. <laughs> I want to make it clear. I want to make it very clear to everybody in chat that this is not the only game we're playing. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, no, it is. Not. It's, no, a, it's, it's roughly not. a 24-hour game. We could conceivably burn no, through the whole not, game no, in one 24-hour charity not, stream. We are not... Oh, yes, we are. If John's son saw him playing Neptunia, John might get sent to jail. What the (laughs) fuck? No, it's not. It's not that bad. It's it's not not that bad. There is nothing inappropriate. It's just 
bad and cringy and shitty. You know what? If it earns, you know what? You know what? If it helps, we're, the, we're doing it, it for the kids, children. John, for the children. I gotta, you know, I gotta suffer do it. for the children. I guess I gotta do it. Although I, I, I suffer I do, for them. I, I, I need, I, I need to make it clear. This is not the only game we're going to play. Our goal is to play bad games and kind of just, but I don't know that we're going to get, think you've already, we found the one. Oh no, this. oh no, 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 no. We're going to, no, Derek, I've got some fucking stinkers lined up on PC, my man. I yeah, got some but I got some good up. shit, my dude. But here's the thing. So, so what we're <laughs> going to do this is chat reaction. We're going to sit, we're gonna sit on the couch. We're going to sit on the couch. We're going to stream games for 24 hours. We're going to, Derek, are we getting hammered? I'll bring some bourbon. I think we're getting fucking. I come hammered. from where the bourbon comes from, so I can bring we're that. We're getting hammered, and uh, and and who knows? We might even have a special guest show up for an hour or two. Who knows? I guess you'll have to tune in and find out. But anyway, this has been. Does anybody have anything else? Anybody? Anybody? Going once, going twice. Nobody. Nobody wants to say anything. That's I think it. We're good. That's okay. We're good. So John, you're not going to respect me for making you play this game. Like, I already don't respect you for, for <laughs> I already don't. Um, it, 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 it's your special guest, the police for playing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I laughed so hard. I vomited a little bit and it went into my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, we always Folks. have a good time here on Thursday nights. <laughs> it's not Ooh. always poetry. We don't always agree, <laughs> but we always keep it real. I'm gonna have to get one of those saline squishy bottles and clear my mouth. Get us the fuck off the air, Derek. Jesus. End it. End it.